Hello, everybody. Hello, hello. Welcome back. We're on, what, episode six now? Yes, we are. Oh. Anyone who's listened to the previous five, wow, we appreciate you. Yes, we really do. <laughs> Listening to all five episodes, that's a lot of us. <laughs> <laughs> Who wouldn't love that, though? Yeah, so this is Sit Down With Your Ego. We're here to sit down with our egos a little bit. Yes. <laughs> I am Ashling. And I'm Rachel. And we're back. We're back, baby. Yes. So this week's episode is going to be cool. We're going to talk about like just some more dating updates, you know, as we continue on our hinge adventures. Um, We're going to do our usual recommendations, our horoscopes, and then the deep dive this week. We're going to be dissecting a controversial character, I guess. I feel like she's controversial. She is. From one of our fave shows. So also don't worry if it turns out that you don't watch it. It really is going to be a chance for us to kind of identify certain personality traits Mm -hmm. that we may or may not vibe with in our life. 100%. So you'll find something to be interested in or relate to. I promise. Yes. Well, first off, cheers. Cheers. We have champagne today, y'all. Switching it up. Mm. We have some extra dry Andre. Oh, which is actually really, really good. I think I kind of forgot. Because um, I feel like we've been on the peach Andre vibe for a while, but right. I'm appreciating the change. And peach is like cute, but you know, it's like nice to switch up. So mm-hmm. so Rachel's going to start us off with some dating updates. Oh, y'all. So um, <laughs> welcome to your weekly Hinge update. Mm-hmm. Do, 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 do. All right. That was her theme song. Yes, it was. <laughs> so um, Hinge has been cute. Uh, I definitely would say it's surprised me in like a good and a bad way. Okay. So, um, the guy who we talked about last week went on a second date. So the one where Rachel kind of went off on him for like loving inspirational quotes. Yes. This guy. Yeah. (laughs) She saw him again. (laughs) Give it another try. Glad I did. Yes. I told you. It went really well. Like he is a really, really cool guy. Um, I'm still sticking with. I think we could be great friends. Mm, mm-hmm. Don't know if he thinks that too, but like... No, I don't think he does. Yeah. But I just don't feel anything like... Romantic? No, not at all. Okay, that's I know, fine. I know, you I feel you. so bad because he's so sweet. Like, he's actually a great guy. I'm glad that you gave him another chance though. Because right. I feel like it was better this time. It was. It was a lot and better. We really wrote him off. Yes. Less <laughs> quotes. It was really good. Yeah. It was really, really good. So he was, like, it was good. I'm glad I did it. Um, and then I had... Uh, first date. Yeah, first date. With, we'll codename him Rico. Oh, God, Because that's yeah. what Rachel really thought this guy's name was. Like, all week, we were saying, Rico this, Rico that, okay? <laughs> like, genuinely believed that she gets to the date. It's actually not his name. That's not I don't know name. why we thought it was. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> it was total... Like, his name does not correlate with Rico whatsoever. But for the podcast, he'll be Rico. Yeah, because why not? So you went on a first date with Rico. I did. He's a lawyer. He sent her a selfie from court. Yes. <laughs> Because I was like, let's get drinks. I'm like, what are you doing? And he was like, sorry, I'm out of hearings. And he gave me a selfie. And I was like, that was so sexy. So <laughs> so anyone who wants to know how to turn on Rachel, you have to send her a <laughs> selfie from a courtroom. <laughs> so once those open up again, you know where to be. And he's like super cute. And he has like great hair. Okay. Like great hair. We love that. Yes. But, um, yeah, so I went on a date with him. We went to, like, a cute, like, wine bar type of vibes. Just, like, really, really, you know, chill um, Saturday night. And it was a lot of fun. Um, I think him, too, I didn't have any interest. 
Okay. Did yeah. you, like, how was the conversation? Because last Con- time, okay, let's do highlights and lowlights again, because that oh, really yeah. killed me when you did it last time. Start with <laughs> a lowlight. Lowlight. He asked too many pressing questions. Okay. Like, do you want to have kids kind of a vibe? Almost, yes. And okay. I don't know you. Yeah, like, you fine. have to be, like... That's a lot for a first date. Yeah, like, just chill, you know? And I get he's getting older, so, like, I understand, like, how he's feeling that way. Like, he was saying, like, all his friends are married and have kids, and oh he's basically, God. like, the last one. He's basically saying, so are you going to marry me and have my children? Right. <laughs> it's a lot of pressure. And I'm just kind of sitting there, like, you know... <laughs> yeah. Eventually. You know, I'm 23, just having fun out here. But he seems like he likes to have a lot of fun, but he was just asking me, like, so many questions, and he was just like, where have you traveled to? Kind of trying to, like, size me up. It was kind of uncomfortable now that I think about it. But, like, I was just like, maybe he's just getting to know me. Because some people just want to know that in general. Like, what's your favorite place you've traveled mm-hmm. to? Like, because if it's a common interest, it's, like, honestly, like, a really cool conversation to have. Right. Yeah. He. But there is a way where people say it, and you know exactly what they're trying to do, and right. it's like, you can stop now. Mm-hmm. But I liked his, like... I'll get into, like, the highlights soon, but another low light was definitely, um... Rach loves her low lights. I, I sure do. Um, <laughs> I'm very honest about it. Mm. Uh, he, like, walked me through his family tree, which was not a problem, but it was very intense. What do you mean? Like, he was just like, okay, so... He was just like, yeah, my grandma kind of gets on me because I don't speak Spanish, um, and all this stuff, and she thinks, like, my mom ruined me, and I was like, oh, okay. Do you, like, not want to hear that information? I want to hear that information, but I'm not kidding. We were, like, ten minutes into the date. See, like, this is maybe, like, a weird thing with me, but, like, I would much rather have that conversation than, like, a dumbass small talk one. Like, I just can't stand getting to know you phases, so, like, if someone's gonna give me tea on their family on a first date, like, I'm gonna be way more interested low-key. Right. But, like, I get that that's not everyone's vibe because, you know, normal human beings want to, like, have the nice conversations first. I just get so bored. (laughs) Like, I, I think it was more just because I was just, like... Trying to understand where he was going with it. Okay. Because he, like, brought it up, but he never, like... He might have just been, like, talking about right, it. Right, right, Just for the sake and of And, like, it. you know, and then he was just, like, he has four step-siblings now. Okay. Um, Like, his dad got remarried, and I was like, okay, cool. And he was just talking complete shit. I was like, oh, shit. Okay. I'm not giving you the tea. I, you know, and I love the tea, but, like, let's just say we really take it to the, like, I'm fast-forwarding to, like, a year later, and I'm, like, meeting your family, and I remember the first date when you were really talking shit about your family. But, like, then you meet the family, and you see if he was right, and then right. you have little convos about it later, you're like, oh my god, I totally see Right, and then he's... Like, that part's fun. Right, and he's over here, like, so what about you? And I'm like, oh, um... A boring story, you know? Some people are just ready to, like, open up a lot. <laughs> they really are. Really fast. They are. And I think I would have been down to the, for that if it was the right person. Yes. But clearly... It wasn't. No. But I will say he definitely entertained me. Okay. So that was a lot of lowlights. What <laughs> yeah, is yeah. the highlight? Oh, sorry. That was. Um, highlights. Attractive. Great. He was tall. That's exactly what you said mm-hmm. about the last guy. <laughs> he was a lawyer. He's a lawyer, which I love. That's so cool. Yes. 
And, like, he does, like, corporate law, which I really love. Court selfies. Yes. And he, like, oh, so all of his family, like, he comes from a family of lawyers. Like, everyone in his family is a lawyer. Mm -hmm. So, like, that's all he's ever known. So I was like, oh, like, just going into that low light, that's what it was. He was grilling me about my, like, my law aspirations. But not Uh, in, like, a... Interested way. Interested way, just, like... You know how hard it is to do human rights? Okay, that? I, hate I was that. like condescending bullshit. That just screams like the guy, mm-hmm. especially when men do this. Right. A woman says, I want like I'm gonna be a lawyer. Right. Like, that's my plan. Right. Oh, do you know how hard it is? Yeah, bitch. Right. I do. Clearly I'm <laughs> clocking in my mind that you're not ready for someone to be on the same level as you. Yes. It's like you know that people mm-hmm. <laughs> women could be just as smart as you. Exactly. Because his thing was like, Oh, human rights doesn't make money, but you do so much. I'm like, okay. we're all aware of that. Yeah. Like you're like I'm not dumb at all. Like I'm very <laughs> aware that I will not be making as much money as I would if I was doing corporate law. But yeah, he low key. I don't know if he realizes this, but he was really trying to like just size me up with everything, and I just wasn't loving that. So I definitely was very like trying to deflect and like move on to something else. Yeah, but sorry, that, that was, was uncomfortable. Like, yeah, it was. But like he if hopped, there wasn't highlights. That's okay. Yeah, there was highlights though because. It wasn't all bad. We were there for, like, two and a half, three hours. So there was some good stuff. But, yeah. So, like, I like that he was a, a lawyer as well. I like that he's very committed to his work. hmm And he, like, had, like, he kept the conversation going, which I can really appreciate. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. But okay. can I add one more thing? I'm so sorry. Yeah. He has, like, dagger eyes. Okay. Like, I'm not being funny. Like, y'all can't, you won't be able to see me make this face. But at first when I was talking, he actually low-key scared me because I was like, if I look back at him, I'm just going to stop and start laughing. Okay. So I was just like, okay, look away. Well, like, is that like very intense eye contact? Like, try to describe it. Very intense eye contact to the point where you almost think it's a joke. Okay. Like, that's how I would describe he, it. Honestly, he just sounds like an intense person. Very. Like, everything that you're saying, it kind of just all packages together, and, like, he's just a very intense person. Like, he really didn't have any, like, he told you everything that he had on his mm-hmm. mind. He really, like, was pushing mm-hmm. on some of your answers. Eye contact, like, that was just, like, a very intense like vibe. wanting to have a girlfriend. Yeah. You know, get Asking married. About kids. Right. And, like, that was not what you were looking for that not night. Not at all. You know, I wasn't, like, on the same pace with that. Mm-hmm. You know? And that's okay. There's experience. But, yeah. So, that was a little hinge update on my side. And okay. then the golf thing, though. Oh, yeah. So, um, <laughs> y'all, I was supposed to go on a golf date. And your girl even bought a golfing outfit. And then bought a backup one in case the first one didn't come inside. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> it never happens. Which was really annoying because I feel like golf date is a very specific thing to plan and then ghost on. Like, it doesn't really make any sense. It doesn't at all. Like, why would you book a whole thing? Unless you just never booked it and you were just saying it. Saying it, exactly. So I really wonder, but, like, he's too old to be doing that. Yeah. You know? I think, like, when you haven't even met somebody, like, to be already ghosting them just doesn't really make sense to me. Because, like, no one made you ask them out in the first place. Mm-hmm. Like, when somebody, like, makes a plan with you and then they, like, 
cancel it. And you were really nice when he canceled the first time because he said he had a family emergency. Right. So Rach was like, okay, no problem. Like, mm-hmm. And he was like, I really want to reschedule. So he rescheduled. It was supposed to be today. He just never texted. Never. So I'm like, you didn't have to reschedule it. You could have just been like, actually, you know what? This isn't going to work out for me right now. Like, you're a nice girl, but it's not going to happen. Yeah. And then let it go. Like, I don't get the need to ghost somebody when, like, you haven't even met them. Like, Yeah. You know, I don't get it. But I feel like he's literally about to text me and be like, so, like, act like it didn't happen almost. Okay. Like, yeah, I can see annoying. him doing that. That's kind of annoying. Oh, and I'm about to play the same game. Yeah. Didn't see your text. <laughs> You're about to ghost in my back. Mutual ghosting. <laughs> Mutual ghosting, yes. <laughs> yeah, I haven't been ghosted, but I was like, so, the guy I kind of had talked oh. about on last week's podcast, mm-hmm. I... Kind of did this. Okay, so I sent him a few Snapchats when I was on a night out that he never replied to. And so I kind of figured, like, I must have said something weird. I was drunk. Mm-hmm. And I was like, mm, I'm not sure. So after he never replied to my snaps, I was like, in case I did say something weird, I'm just going to kind of leave it. Because I wasn't really that bothered to, like, keep the keep the situation going. Like, I was like, if I don't see him again, I truly don't care. Right. So I was like, I'm just going to, like, I wasn't really going to initiate contact because I was like, if I did send, like, a weird snap when I was drunk, like, maybe that's just the sign that we need to leave it alone. Right. And then today, he, like, texted me, having not communicated since, like, Saturday, basically being like, remember me? And then I was like, oh, hey. And he was like, were you ever going to text me again? And I was like yeah sorry (laughs) I was just like um okay because I was like I really did I really was the last person who Mm -hmm. said something like granted it was over snap so maybe some people just don't feel like they need to reply to those Mm -hmm. like because snap messages like disappear after a while but I was like I did I was the last person to text you Mm -hmm. just never replied so I was like I'm not gonna like text you again and you shouldn't have yeah I was basically just like oh like I thought, like, it was just kind of, we were just leaving it where it was. Right. But, anyways, so, I don't know how I feel about, like, keeping it going. I think I told him I would see him when I get back, because I'm going out of town for a week. Mm-hmm. Um, But, we'll see. There was some, like, certain things about his apartment last time that just, like, didn't really vibe with me, like, mm. on a hygiene level. Ooh. So, I mm. was already in a space of being like, maybe that this is just best for me to leave it. Yeah. <laughs> but I did go on a date with somebody else. Um, on Saturday, mm-hmm. it was like, he was nice. It was like very easy to talk to. Like mm-hmm. I literally felt like, cause that's when you said he, about like him asking you about traveling. I was like, that's not necessarily a bad thing. Right. Cause the guy, the other guy I went on a date with, um, we did talk a lot about traveling cause we both had traveled a lot mm-hmm. and to the same places. Right. So then it was cool to have a conversation about that. Like we did have similar taste in music and things like that. But like, I just didn't get the vibe of like. Waking up the next day and being like, oh, my God, I want to talk to him again. Right. Um, I was like, yeah, it was, like, a nice conversation, but that's mm-hmm. kind of all it was. Mm-hmm. And so um, I feel bad because he texted me being like, how was the rest of your weekend? And I just mm. never replied. But that's okay. Yeah. We don't really live in the same place. Like, yeah. he lives in, like, a city that's, like, just outside of the one that I live in. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, it's okay. And he truly is from, like... He normally lives in, like, a completely different state, but is only here because of COVID. So I don't feel as bad for not keeping something up that was only going to be temporary anyways. Right. And also, too, with Hinge, to me, I already expect that it's possible to be ghosted. Yeah. Because no one owes me anything. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's almost like coming with the mentality that they couldn't possibly be dating other people. And I think, too, after a first date, like, 
getting ghosted shouldn't be that big of a deal. Right, exactly. Because, like... It's not. I don't know. Maybe I'm kind of being an inconsiderate bitch, but... (laughs) (laughs) No, you're not. You're not. So, yeah, we have the one guy who, like, I thought was ghosting me, but then it turns out he wasn't, and then we have the other guy that, like, I ghosted, but I don't think he even really is bothered. Right. Because he met me once, so who cares? Exactly. (sighs) But that's my dating update. Yeah. I'm going to be taking a break while I'm home for a week. Yeah. (laughs) It's been nice to be, like, having our drinks paid for. Yes. Ooh. But I did get, like, I get anxious every time I go out because, like, I have fun being out, but then I come home and get so freaked out about, like, oh, my God, I was just in a place with so many people. And, like, the next day I just get almost, like, guilty about Mm -hmm. it and I keep freaking out. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm kind of, I've really, really scaled back on my outings this week. I've tried to go, like, basically nowhere. Yeah. I think it's the safest thing to do. Especially because there's, like, been a peak and stuff again. So, like... Please be safe. At Texas. Everyone wear your freaking masks. Please Okay? Do. Because that is, like, the one thing that, like, if you're going to be out and about, wear your masks. Mm-hmm. Do it for yourself. Do it yeah. for others. They're keeping everybody safe. Mm-hmm. And if you feel uncomfortable, if you think it's not cute, get matching ones with your outfit. It's not hard. <laughs> so, <laughs> there we go. Just solved it. We go. <laughs> and also, like, I know that sometimes, like, people are like, I don't have money to buy a bunch of masks right now. There's actually, like, I know, like... I, we were on next door, right? Oh, yes. And one of our neighbors literally had just made a bunch of extra and had just left them on her front porch yes. to, like, give away to people. I know. So, like, so check cute. your neighborhood apps or, like, check Facebook Marketplace, honestly. Because yes. I get that, like, not everyone wants to spend $20 on a mask mm-hmm. and then $20 on another one. Right. So there are definitely people who are giving away overflow for free. Yes. And I saw some at Target. Yes. For really cheap. It was, like, $7. Yeah. So. Get your cute mask. Please do. It's a vibe. <laughs> But yeah, other cute things. Okay. Speaking of cute masks, Ugh. Rach is becoming an interior designer and oh. making a cute ass room Come for us. Come on now, yes. Give us an update, Rach. Oh, y'all, so I think in this stage in core slash COVID, I've really taken up some different skill sets. I think she's going insane. Yeah, you know, I but. think I am too, but I think it's a good outlet. It's a good way to like oh. channel that, you know? So we are redesigning our room into a closet slash, like, get ready room. Yeah, because our house has three bedrooms, but yes. um, our third roommate moved out, and we're not going to replace her. We're just going to, like, keep it the two of us. So yes. we're like, what can we do with this third room? We're going to basically, like, make it kind of like an overflow closet for mm-hmm. Rachel's clothes. <laughs> then it's also going to be, like, a get ready space Yes. Um, with, like, a vanity and stuff. And mm-hmm. then the great thing is, like, if both of us end up working from home in, like, the winter, that vanity can double as a desk. Yes, exactly. And then we're going to have a couch, and, like, we have our fur rug already. And it's it's honestly, I'm excited for Ash to come back next week and be like, holy crap. Yeah. Because Rachel is, like, fully in this, like, all day today. Uh-huh. And, like, for the past few days, honestly. And, like, she keeps asking me things, and I'm just like, yeah, like, whatever. Because, <laughs> like... I just trust her vision. Mm-hmm. So, Rach, tell the people. Yes. All right. So, my vision is just Rachel and Ashley Wonderland. So, number one, <laughs> what does that mean? I bought from Etsy this sign that is literally about to say Rachel and Ashley. Yeah, it's like a wood <laughs> sign like that your names are like carved out. Yes. And it's, it's cute. It's super cute. And like I'm honestly going to be documenting this whole journey on Snapchat. Because one, it will entertain me. And I hope it will entertain y'all. 
So I'm just gonna do it, you know? Because I'm and, about to be gone for a week. Yeah. Rachel's like, I need something to do with my And time. I need to occupy, yeah, yeah. Because it's cute to like watch Netflix, but you get bored, you know? Especially when you're not watching with somebody. Right, I know. We have so many shows we like to like watch together. So it just feel weird watching it, you know? And so I'm really gonna take this up, get it started. The color scheme is like definitely like white, a hint of like cream and like light pinks, as well as like silver accents. So I love that. Yeah. It's gonna just be like bright and cute mm-hmm. and like um a place for us to get ready and then also like hopefully like a nice space to like work in. And just chill. Like yeah. if we just wanna like change spaces, you know yeah. what I mean? Just go in there and like lay down or like sit on the couch. And, like, I've been, like, super cute and, like, thrifty about it because I (laughs) low-key have been utilizing this app called Nextdoor. She got a chair from a woman down the street from us and then had the woman's son drive it to our house. Yes, I did. Because it didn't been in her car. (laughs) And now it's just sitting on our porch. Yep. And I moved this big-ass mattress from the room. Left it on the side of the street. It's messing up my funk. Like, I need it gone. So I put it on the side of the street. Um, it's gone now, thankfully. But yeah, I've just been like trying to be cute about it. I'm gonna paint our desk and put like marble um wallpaper on it. Like yeah. I'm really excited. I think it's really gonna go well. This will really put me to the test to actually like utilize because you know sometimes you just wanna pay for it and just have it. Yeah. And I think it's and like with the thrifting too, it's like if you invest like a little bit of money in the room like it's just the joy it brings you right is exactly great. especially because like there's places we're not spending our money right now because mm-hmm. of covid and like we really haven't been shopping a lot recently mm-hmm. so why not do some decorating right exactly so i think it would be like really really cute and i'm i feel like a mom yeah that i'm on these apps I'm yeah like, oh my like god <laughs> i know i really am yeah. i think i'm tedge point two like her mom yeah times two a hundred percent i am truly just kind of here to be her yes woman, like, mm-hmm. I'm giving very little input in this process. Right. Because I know, too, like, I ask you just for my peace of mind, but I know, too, if you were, like, wanting to add something, you're very vocal and just, like, I'll say okay. no if like, I think no. shit's ugly. Right, right. Like, literally, exactly. Rachel texted me a chair yesterday, and I just replied no. I was <laughs> that's like, that's so said. ugly. No. <laughs> I was like, it looks dirty. But I'll say if I don't like something, but I'll otherwise I'll just be like, yeah. Right. Because I think that it will look really cute in the mm-hmm. end. And I, like, my one wish for the room is just for the vanity space to be nice because I, I'm probably going to end up working from home at least some of this year. So I'm, like, hoping that I can have a nice space to do yes. it in. Right. And I love that you're, like, doing this project. Yeah. I'm excited. I think it's going to go really, really well. So y'all stay tuned. Follow her snap at Rachel Ajayi. Yes. A-J-A-Y-I. I wasn't sure if there was a two on the end or not. Yeah, just on Insta. But follow me on both. So, yes, I'll be taking y'all through it. She's, like, vlogging it. It's about to be popping. It's HGTV, but on Rachel's Snapchat. I know, right? (laughs) (laughs) It'll be fun, though. But, yeah, that's what's been occupying my time Mm. during the week, for sure. What about you, Ash? I mean, I think this week I've mostly just been, like, (laughs) yeah, Rachel's almost done with her, Andre. Um, This week I've mostly just been chilling. Like, this is going to be so nerdy, but I was kind of bored, so I started this, like, online course. It's called The Brain Story. It's, like, a certification that you can get through the, I think it's called, like, the Alberta Family Wellness Center, and I'm not going to talk about it that much because it'll literally bore the fuck out of everybody. But it's basically, (laughs) like, a mix of, like, um, neuroscience, like, psychology, like, sociology, and then it kind of just looks about, it looks at how um, the brain is affected by stress, like, during like certain parts of like childhood so like 
and then it looks at all the kind of like um, socioeconomic factors, mm-hmm. like race, like all these things that can impact um, the brain, like mm. from a neuro level. Ooh. I think it's really cool, and I wanted something to do with my time. So that's what that's I'm really cool though. Doing, um, and it's been fun. I love that. But let's move on to some Insta recommendations. Okay, work. Rach, what's yours? Alrighty, y'all. So. <clears throat> My Insta rec, just keeping up with our hot course summer type <laughs> vibe. I have Sweetie, the one and only female rapper. Um, because first of all, if y'all know me, my song always that will always get me <laughs> hype, a little cute twerk is my type. I love that song. More than anything. More than anything. Like if it comes on anywhere, I just know Rachel's like somewhere in the corner, like getting the best life ever. Um, but yes, yeah, so I pick Sweetie because she honestly just cracks me up, and her Insta is just full of videos that are very, very random, but, like, me. Yeah, she's you know? on fire. On fire. Like, she's popping. She's so hot. So, if you don't know who that is, if you're like, oh, what is Rachel talking about, go type in her name, sweetie. And, yeah, that's my girl. I love her. <laughs> I feel like my wreck is, like... The opposite of Sweetie, but would appreciate Sweetie. Yeah, like She probably listens to her. Right. My, my recommendation this week is a girl on Insta, at Ruthie Ruby. Um, she's, like, smaller influencer. I think she has, like, 12K followers. But she's basically um, this really awesome girl from um, Ireland. She's, like, from Cork, but she lives in Dublin. Um, and she is, like, kind of the aesthetic that I just, like, love and low-key aspire to in some ways Mm -hmm. she's very um she's that girl who is like looking kind of like I don't know how to say it maybe like she's like a little bit sultry for sure I think that's the word I'm looking for sultry is a good word she's very like sultry and very um chill in her sexiness Mm -hmm. like she's not a girl who's going to be putting on um like a face of uh, like a full face bake and doing it for the camera she has like really toned down makeup. Mm-hmm. Her outfits are very, like, a wrap dress with a converse. Mm-hmm. Like, that's one of her fave looks. Um, she's kind of, like, an icon. She does a lot of thrifting. Um, she does a lot of, like, old Levi's. She does a lot of, like, uh, shoots where the light is kind of, like, sunset. Mm-hmm. I just love her whole page. She has, like, a vibes highlight that is, like, truly amazing. <laughs> she has a Dublin highlight, and then she has highlights of, like, all of her style and all of her music taste, which is also really, really good. Mm-hmm. She's, like, a huge Tame Impala stand, which, like, <laughs> same. Um, <laughs> She's such yeah. a natural beauty, too. Yeah, I She's think so I, gorgeous. I love her approach to makeup because she definitely wears it, but mm-hmm. she doesn't wear it in a way where she's, like, trying to put a bunch of um, crazy colors on her face. Right. And I, like, love people who do that. It's mm-hmm. just not my thing. So right. I like to, like, follow influencers who are going to be doing more of, like, my style of right. makeup. Because um, I don't do, like, I don't really do a lot of foundation mm-hmm. or, um, like, eye kind of color. Right. So I like that she's very, like, toned down, mm-hmm. but still so beautiful. Right. Um, and her skincare is also amazing. But, yeah, it's kind of, like... She reminds me of if you, like, were listening to a Tame Impala album and, like, driving with your windows down and, like, you had a red lip but, like, not much else and your hair is flowing in the wind. Like, that's her page. Right. I love that. And I think these are two good vibes because we have Sweetie over here who's, like, pop, locking and dropping, doing the most. Like, top three female rappers for the summer, in my opinion. Yes. And then we have... Ash's girl, Ruby, Ruthie, excuse me, who's just like doing her own thing, 
You know what I mean? Very vibey, chill. Yes. Just like a cash summer, like just like doing her thing. Even like I love if it. you like if you watch ones where she talks, like even the way she talks is like almost that kind of like sexy, like whispering mm. voice. Like it's very mm. it's very like yeah, it's very seductive and so vibey. What a vibe. And then our music recs for the week. Come on. I actually am obsessed with Rachel's recommendation. Yes. Okay, so there's a new song out by Victoria Monet. I love her so much. She's so freaking underrated. She's amazing. She's so amazing. Um, she did the Monopoly song with Ariana Grande, but she has like a bunch of other hits. Like she does a lot of um, music for the Insecure soundtrack. But she has a new song with Khalid called Experience. And y'all, I came back from the gym, like pulling in, windows down, just blasting this song and living my best life. I think this song is such a bop and I think it's going to be a hit this summer and I'm just so excited she's finally getting the you know response that she deserved like years ago it's amazing so the mm. song is so good experience by Victoria Monet go check it out she's hot as fuck Mm -hmm. and just like killing it so we love okay Ash what's yours okay so my recommendation is kind of weird this week but it's very consistent (laughs) it's not weird I think it's good it's it's kind of like last week on the pod right I was talking about hot girls summer Mm. and like how to me that really is this idea of being out being in the sun being listening to music Mm -hmm. that makes you feel like wavy Mm. like that's my best way to describe it okay so to me that's like festival music right right? you're at a stage I was literally watching like um live videos of Arctic Monkeys performing at this like 2018 festival today being like "Mm." I saw them live at a festival in Budapest like two years ago and like I just want to feel like that moment over mm. and over again. Oh my gosh. So my rec this week is BBC Radio 1 has been doing, um, basically re-airing like sets from Glastonbury, but like over the years, mm. because it's obviously not happening this year. So right. what they're doing instead is like uploading like whole sets to their sounds app or website. So the way that you get to these, <laughs> I like tried to figure it out earlier so I could give okay, people clear instructions, okay. is literally just Google like BBC Sounds. And then once you open that link, um, they'll have like a whole section or like a whole tab basically that'll be like Glastonbury, etc. And you can click on like Glastonbury dance, Glastonbury pop, headliners. So like Ooh. if you're an Arctic Monkeys like basic bitch like me, <laughs> they have their entire headlining set from the 2013 Glastonbury like uploaded in full. Mm-hmm. You can just listen to the whole thing. Mm. Like you can really feel like you're there. Okay. But they have a lot of sets from other people and... If you have that, like, um, though, like, those sets on sounds, you can access, like, just from your U.S. computer, no problem. Mm-hmm. But for our listeners in the U.K., yes, Ireland, we're or, international. Mm, mm. or if I have a Chrome extension that, like, makes the internet think I'm in the U.K., like, for this purpose, <laughs> but yeah. BBC iPlayer um, has uploaded hours of Glastonbury sets Ooh. that you can just watch, you can just put them on in the background while you get ready. And, like, Stormzy's entire set is uploaded. Oh, my God. Um, I think they uploaded, like, all of the Blur set, all the XX. Like, everything is on there, and it's so awesome. And I've talked about this for a while, but it's just because, like, if you are looking to, like, live the festival vibe without being able to go to a festival, like, this is your best friend. Right. Glastonbury is, like, the festival that I think is probably, like, the number one standard in, like, quality of music Mm -hmm. compared to, like, some of the other big ones. So No, I agree. Having access to the live sets is, like, amazing. Go in your backyard and put on your shades. Yes. Vibe out to it. I feel like, oh, we'll have to do that sometime. Because 
I think that would be such a vibe. Yeah. Ooh. I mean, mm-hmm. mm. <laughs> I, I I'm looking for the 1975 set because they played it. I want to say last year. Okay. Or maybe I'm getting confused and they haven't played it yet, but I'm pretty sure they did, so hopefully that gets uploaded. Okay, work. <laughs> I love it. Yes. Oh my gosh. So, Rach has our horoscope for the week, Ugh. which we're going to do kind of quickly because our weekly updates have been very long this week. And I know y'all have been waiting. Okay. So, we are back with Glossy Zodiacs, okay? These are our fun and fresh ones. Oh, they're so fun. <laughs> so, this one is with a picture of Kendall Jenner and Bella Hadid hugging each other. And Bella is the Taurus and Kendall is a Scorpio, Okay. So it's like all the things that we have like in common, basically. Yes. So it says like not putting up with anyone's shit, mm-hmm. um, wanting things their way or not at all, yep. accidentally sexy, sensitive but denying it, mm. and then resting bitch face. Come on. But I love this because I think that Taurus and Scorpio is a great pairing. It is. So I like that they're paired together. Right. Because we love Scorpios. Yeah, some of my close friends are Scorpios, mm-hmm. you know, so it makes sense. And you Scorpios know what I mean? love us. They really do. <laughs> they really do. Shout out to the Scorpios. But <laughs> These are all very true, though. They really are. So, like, okay, let's start with not putting up with anyone's shit. I feel like we've covered this before. We just yeah. don't do it. Yeah, we just don't. Wanting things their way or not at all. <sighs> We're usually right. Yeah. So that's why. You know, we'll wait for you to figure it out. <laughs> but you will eventually do it my way. Exactly. Because I'm pretty much always right. This is true. So there you go. This is really true. This one's a new one that I actually have not seen is the accidentally sexy. Mm. Yeah. I wonder, like, I don't know what it means by that. Like, is it like you're not really, like, trying to be on your look, but you just look good? Because right. if so, like, okay, thank you. Right. <laughs> I don't, I'm trying to, like, envision it. I just think it means, like, you're not out there, like, being like, I'm ready to right. go out. Legs open But you're still looking good. Yeah. That's fair. <laughs> oh, you know, I really went out there with the legs open. But, no, I get, definitely get what you mean. Then the last two are resting bitch face. Mm-hmm. Mm. And then sensitive but denying it. Mm. Mm. Half, half on that one. Yeah. Because it depends on topic. Yeah. But, like, I'm a sensitive bitch for sure. Like, if you say something, I, like, definitely will take it personally. But I also, like, will just make the choice to brush it off. But, right. like, if I don't like you, you bet I'm going to be as sensitive as fuck. Yeah. It kind of depends on the person for me. Like, if I already don't like someone, I'm going to be really sensitive to whatever they say. Yes. Whereas, like, if it's my friends, I'm much more, like, they're kidding. Right. Because I'm, like, yeah, there's, like, some things. Mine's more of, like, a topic base. So I'm just, like, if you knowingly said something that you just know I don't do well with or, like, want to talk about it or, you know, it, like, triggers me. I'm going to be sensitive about that. Okay, well, that makes sense. Yeah, but for the most part, if someone has a comment or, like, an opinion, I'm just kind of like, okay, it's your own. You yeah. know what I mean? So, like, agreed with, like, I just choose to brush, brush it, off. it off, honestly. I also think sometimes, like, sensitive but denying it is something I do all the time where, like, someone will say, like, something that really bothers me, mm-hmm. and it does genuinely bother me, but I'm very good at faking it. Right. Like, oh, okay, cool. You know, like, it's fine. And then internally, I'm, like, <laughs> fucking fuming. Yes. Like, but, yes, yes, <laughs> yes, yes. so yes. mad. Low-key, I get like that, too. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. Like, you said some shit for me to be feeling that way. Literally. <laughs> but to all of our Scorpio, um, 
pals out there. Yes. We love and appreciate you. We really do. Because we're so different, but we have a lot in common. Yes, and I feel like Scorpios don't get enough love. No. Ruthie Ruby's a Scorpio. <gasps> Hey. There you go. I know. And Victoria Monet is a Taurus. See, it's perfect. It makes sense. They, like, balance each other out. They really do. I don't know about Sweetie, though. I'm <laughs> look into it. <laughs> yes. We hope you enjoy our Taurus and Scorpio love. Yes. But now we're going to focus on... Um, the show that we want to talk about, which is Insecure, Ugh. which Rach has been loving, and I just recently binge-watched, like, all four seasons, yes. but we really want our deep dive to be focused on one character, which is Molly. Mm-hmm. So Rach is going to give, like, just a brief background, and then we're going to talk about kind of, like, her as a person, yes. and what we, like, don't love, and what we do love about her, mm-hmm. and kind of just, like, how that comes across in, like, our actual lives. Agreed. I would definitely say, fun fact, Insecure was the show that, like, made me look at my relationship. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> it's just that type of show, y'all. It really is. Watch it. You Honestly, y'all, you need to watch it. I know HBO is not, like, everyone's first choice, but it should Stream be. Stream it illegally. Who cares? When it comes to Insecure. Exactly. There's a lot of illegal sites you can check out with Insecure. And you have the time. Mm-hmm. We really do. <laughs> but, so tell us about Molly. So Molly, Molly, Molly. When we first started watching the show, was obsessed with her, killing it, has her own penthouse in L.A., she's a lawyer, just, like, doing her thing, kind of, like, a great representation of, like, a strong black woman just killing the game, definitely unfazed, single, living her best life. Start Things start to change, you know, through the season, um, and we kind of see Molly just kind of... I don't know how to explain it, but she definitely changed a bit. And kind of what we were talking about with our signs is she cares more than she's willing to say she does. Mm. That is actually to me. But do you think that's a change? Because I read that as the way that she was from the beginning. Honestly, the first episode. Because like, when she's dating, she's dating with a purpose. She's not just like out there. Out being there. Yes. I would definitely say so. From day one, she's like very obsessed with finding a perfect guy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I would definitely say when she had her friendships, mm. it seemed like she wasn't like anyone could say anything to her. Yes. And it was just like whatever. So then she started to take things more personally. Very, yes. Okay. Very much so. So that's, like, her change. Yes. But I feel like Molly is, like, anyone will find things that they don't like about her, but then you also have to be, like, recognize that those things might be stuff you have done. Right. Or, like, participated in. So, mm-hmm. like, we literally just talked about how we can really fucking take some things too personally. Yes. But pretend otherwise. Right. And I feel like with Molly, she did take things personally, but wasn't saying it. Mm-hmm. Like, she was just internalizing it, and then, like um just like randomly getting upset about something different like she was projecting it yes projecting is the best way to put it and she did this even with her job at the law office yeah her friendships and even dating and family yeah all across the boards that was one of the root problems yeah and i think watching her i'm like oh my gosh like she honestly the first y'all the pilot i was just like she is me i was like okay She's doing everything I want to do, mm-hmm. different location. But for the most part, I was just like definitely on Molly's vibe. And I really appreciate Insecure because they show the good and bad of each character. Yes. No character it's is perfect. perfect at all. Because we're I hating love on Molly, but that. there's a lot of things she does well. Right. And that's exactly. what we want to like pick apart. And they showcase that as well. So 
I think for her, that was definitely one of, like, the root problems for her. So what parts of her do you love and what do you not love? Mm. I love how independent she is. Yes. I love how independent she is. And I love how she knows, like, her own worth when it comes to her work. Yes. Like, she's very, like... Because at one of the points, like, as she runs into a problem where she basically finds out that, like, a white male is Mm -hmm. getting paid more than her. Right. They're at the same level. And she truly is, like, the way she addresses it is, like, very calculated. But she's just, like, addressing it from a standpoint of, like, I know I'm worth that much. Right. So I'm not going to accept anything less. Exactly. And I, like, love that about her. Exactly. Same. And I, like, and work Molly is just such a vibe. Yes. Like, I think... Everything she is doing with that, just, like, I vibe with. I love that about her. I think I love her fashion sense. Like, I definitely yes. love that about her. I would say, too, um, I appreciated her friendship with Issa. Mm-hmm. I really, really did. Issa is another character mm-hmm. on the show, and they're, like, best friends. They've known each other for a very, very long time. Um, because she was definitely, like, ride or die. And then, like obviously things shifted a bit because I personally what for my take and I want to hear what you think but I think when she gets into relationships she like lets some of her close friendships a little to the side without her realizing it because she has a backup Mm -hmm. which is a guy Mm -hmm. and so that part of it is just like uh, yeah I agree so that would be the thing I don't love about it because like we were saying we love like, knowing her worth, the way she handles her work, mm-hmm. like, yeah, she does make some mistakes at work, but most of the time she's just on her shit. And I feel like even, like, the difficult situations she gets put in are more of a reflection on, like, her being a black woman in mm-hmm. a law firm, not necessarily, like, her doing anything wrong. Right. It's literally just, like, people don't maybe value her as much as they should. They don't. Facts. It's and true. And so I love her approach to that and, like, how she just knows what she's worth mm-hmm. um, and, like, deals with stuff that she shouldn't have to deal with. But, like, I agree. I don't love that about her. And I think, like, you know, we all have friends in our lives who, like, when they get a boyfriend, they tag out of the friendship. Mm-hmm. And, like, that is something that is so fucking annoying. Okay. Mm, it's a pet peeve in something of mine. Unrelated, but it's, like, a similar fucking situation is, like, the call her daddy shit, right? Oh, my God. Like, Alex said, the girl who is still hosting it on her own, like, everyone knows, like, probably, I'm assuming if you have the internet, you know about this, <laughs> but, like, the two girls who host call her daddy, mm-hmm. like, got in a huge fight, and it turns out that, like, one of the girls who was going, Sophia was going behind Alex's back, mm-hmm. motivated by her boyfriend, and Alex made this huge long video, but one mm. of the main points she made is, it sucks to lose a friend, but it sucks more to lose a friend when you're losing them to a boyfriend. Yes. And I feel like that's what happens with Molly, because Mm -hmm. she gets into a relationship, and I think, like, whereas she would have prioritized working things out with her friends, like, because I think her friends do say some things that are not nice. And, like, do say some things that deserve to be like, oh, hold on, we need to talk about that. yeah. But because she has the boyfriend, she doesn't feel the need to, like, really push that. She's just like... I know I didn't like it. I know I'm upset, but she just kind of goes into the zone of like, I'm just not going to talk to my friend because she has that comfort of the relationship. Yes. And that she can just go ahead and go over it with her boyfriend. Yes. Which is like fine, but that's just very, 
that way of thinking is just not going to help the friendship. And we kind of see it play out throughout the season. Yeah. But in life, it's not going to work. It's not. If you're a person who, like, gets in a relationship and then you, like, get in a friendship fight or whatever and your reaction is, like, yeah, I'm okay with losing this friend because mm-hmm. I have a boyfriend mm-hmm. or a girlfriend or whatever it may be. Mm. Like, if that's your reaction, like, I don't think that that is, like, the best thing to do because I don't like to be like, well, the boyfriend may not be there forever because who knows, relationships might last. Right. But you need different relationships yeah. in your life. You can't have your one solid like, meaningful relationship be the one that you have with your partner. Like, you need that with friends. Right. And imagine your partner getting so overwhelmed because she, it low-key got to the point where Andrew felt like he couldn't, which is her her boyfriend, boyfriend, who he felt like he couldn't even say anything to her because everything was, like, about her and her relationships and, like, everything she was going through. And you don't want to be that person that, like, overwhelms your partner with so much information they don't feel valid enough to say anything that's like affecting them as well yeah it's like you don't need to make everything about you yeah because honestly too like i don't know about people who are listening but like if i'm like going out with somebody mm-hmm. like i don't necessarily talk about every single thing with them mm-hmm. like i'm not gonna treat it as if that's the only relationship in my life because mm-hmm. There are things that I would much rather talk to my friends about than talk to my partner about. Right. And, like, when you, you know, have a friendship breakup and you only have a relationship, suddenly everything that you need on, like, an emotional level has to come from one person. Yeah. And that's a lot to put on somebody. It is. And then they stop feeling like they can put anything on you. Yeah. It's so true. Oh, gosh. And I feel like Molly really does that as she puts, when she loses kind of, like, her friendship's and she says, you know what, it's fine, I have this uh-huh. relationship. She puts everything on her partner, and her partner's like, this is all about you now. Like, yeah. I'm not into this. Yeah. They're He's like, like, I can't do it. Yeah. Literally. And notice, too, how when that ended, and so did Issa's, how they're now trying to be like, okay, we both fucked up. Yeah. You know? But it sucks that it has to get to the breaking point, you know? But sometimes it has to happen. But I definitely wish Molly would definitely try to, every relationship she has, like, kind of, you know, not neglect it, you know, and just understand that you can have different types of relationships with different people. Like, you hanging out with your friends, still talking to them doesn't mean that you don't love your boyfriend or that you're not also hanging out with him. There's balance. hmm And she puts a lot of expectations on people. hmm Like... Too many. Too many expectations. Too many. And then if somebody doesn't meet, like, one of the one million expectations mm-hmm. that she has, she is very quick to write them off. Oh, my gosh, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> so much. Um, oh, I think we should tell them about Dro. Okay. Because, you know. Okay, so she had a friend. That I'm just thinking about this now because this kind of plays into the expectations. She had a friend who they were friends for like a long time and the friend is married but they have an open relationship yeah an open marriage Mm -hmm. so she was like okay very aware about the open marriage and decided to go along with it which Mm -hmm. is fine like if that's what it is it is what it is but i think she got caught up with thinking she was cool with it and she was and she just wasn't at all yeah and it just like created such a divide and I think it was one of those things where, like, it was spelled out for her at the beginning, like, 
the guy did definitely did not do everything perfectly. No, but he also not. never pretended that he was going to leave his wife for her. Yes. And she really kind of like got into this mindset of being so like bothered if mm-hmm. the wife called or right. if he canceled it. I have to do so this thing with my wife. And it's like, you knew that walking in. Mm-hmm. And I don't deny that it can be like um, emotionally overwhelming for people to mm-hmm. get involved in that kind of situation. But like... She expected a lot more from him than he yeah. ever even said he would get. Exactly. She almost was like, he will leave her for me. And I was like, no, 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 no. It doesn't work that way. Yeah, and it was also never, like, in any way implied. Right. Like, he would have, he, he would always say, like, yes, we have our thing. Mm-hmm. Like, he was like, but I am married. Yeah. You know? And he was like, this is part of my marriage. Exactly. Like, if the wife is cool with him sleeping with you, yeah, then why on earth would he just be like... Let me leave my wife. Right. I don't, I don't want her anymore. Let me just go to you. And it never really comes across in any of his actions either. Yes. Like, he's never really... Like, he's definitely into Molly, mm-hmm. but that is the part of being in the open marriage is, like, he can be into her and express that, yeah. but he never indicates to her, I love you more, more than I love my exactly. wife. Exactly. That never That's comes the up. thing. It never came up. And she really does read that, read into that. But I think we should finish with really sitting down with our own egos and saying, what parts of Molly do we see in ourselves? Oh, yeah. This can be good and bad. Ooh. I feel like, for me, I think, like, one of the things that I maybe see in myself is, like, how she has, like, places she thinks she needs to be in life Mm -hmm. but then she realizes that like she that's not gonna make her happy yes um and like she goes in and out of being okay with that because sometimes she gets back on that train of being like I need to be here by this age but it's definitely something that I have to like talk myself out of sometimes of like I don't need to be at this exact point at this exact time Mm mm-hmm um, cause I can really get into that mindset. Like I will sometimes be like, oh my God, I'm going to be this age when I get out of grad school, which is going to put me behind. Right. And I think that. Just stressing about it. Yeah. yeah. And like mine is more about work, whereas hers tends to be about relationships, mm-hmm. but I totally follow her frame of thinking. Right. Um, so I see that in myself and then, yeah, I think that's one of the main things. Yeah. What about you? Ooh, I would agree with that one. I also too, Oh, I don't know. Cause there's, like, little elements throughout the show that I'm just like, oh, I can see myself doing that. Yes. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And so I'm just like, okay, Molly's not alone in this. Like, I, you know, I have to check myself, too, sometimes. But I would definitely say, like, the expectations in regards to my partner. You would do that? I honestly, not the dro situation, but low-key, like, the different elements she had with her boyfriend, Andrew. Oh, like, she... Kind of just made this expectation that he wasn't dating other people, but she never really asked. Yes. I. She never really, like, had the conversation. She just expected it. Right. And I think sometimes I definitely am at fault with just assuming that that person would be doing that. Even though, like, I know they might not be, but I'm just like, oh, it's me, so, you know, maybe. <laughs> it's like, I'm different. <laughs> so I understand her thought process. Like, I get it. I can be that way sometimes as well. So, like... I think that's one of the things I would take from it. Mm. And then just expecting a lot out of your partner sometimes um, because you would do that doesn't so mean that they would, they too. would too. And it does not work that way. Not everybody's like going to operate the same in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And that, But that's why I'm saying like really watching Insecure, I was just like, 
oh my gosh. Like, I low-key looked at my ex and I was like, oof. You're like, I gotta go. <laughs> yeah, I just, like, you know, was, like, starting to, like, I had, like, a reawakening almost. Oh. I was just like, oh, wow. Cute. It's like, you know. <laughs> I love that. Yes. <laughs> but another thing that I think we should just end with is that I love how even though they fight and they do fall out, like, in the later seasons, mm-hmm. like, Insecure really focuses on like, the friendship between Molly and then her best friend, Lisa. Mm-hmm. And, like, I think that it's, like, cool to have a show that, like, is definitely about relationships and stuff, but it really is about this friendship and, yes. like, where they go in their lives and how they go in and out of being the friend that the other person needs them to be. Right. Um, and it's just so good. So it's literally a really good show. watch it. It's awesome. It's funny. It's funny. The clothes are amazing. Mm-hmm. Like... Everyone in it, like, you will, like we said, you will love parts of them and you mm-hmm. will hate parts of them. They will annoy the fuck out of you sometimes. Yes. But then other times you're going to be like, I literally did that exact I love thing. you. And, like, just the artistic direction of how they depict each character mm-hmm. is just so amazing to me. And it is also a great depiction of how, like, dimensional black women are. Mm. Like, it's not just a box that we're both put into, like, we're all put into. Like, they really, like, every character is so different. Yes. And I appreciate this about the show a lot, so. Yes, and I think, like, sometimes I know, like, growing up, like, in, like, mostly white neighborhood and, like, just being white, like, there is this kind of, like, I think it's more outdated now, but, like, there was definitely this idea that, like, shows with an all-black cast are, like, shows for black people, Mm -hmm. and, like, that doesn't make any fucking sense because no one says that about shows with a white cast. Exactly. And so, like, just don't, like... If you aren't somebody who normally watches, like, a show on, like, with an all-black cast, like, mm-hmm. this is just, like, just stopping that person. Right. Because just watch the show. I love all show. white. I love shows yeah. that have predominantly white people. Like, yeah. I definitely, but I was saying, like, more of, like, a owning up to, like, my yes. own shit. Like, right. watching the show, I was definitely, like, I didn't watch anything like this growing up right. with a black cast. And, like, that was on kind of, like, me for not thinking that I needed, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because some people are just, like, okay. I won't get it. Yeah. When it's just like, and that's why I bring up, like, I watched shows with, like, predominantly white cast, and, like, I liked them. Like, yeah. they didn't look like me, but I still watched it. Yeah. And you can find ways to relate to it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It doesn't have to be, like, you know? So to all our freaking white people out here. Yes. You need to watch shows with multi multidimensional black women. You really it. do. And I think... It's just a great, I don't know, I just love this show so much. Like, it's, it's awesome. just so funny to me, and it just really is great representation. Yes. It really, really is. It's just so good. Oh. We'll leave it at that, because yes. this episode has been really long. Mm-hmm. That's okay. We've loved it. Um, hopefully our pad tie is here now. <laughs> so, yes, we are going to leave our phone number and our email in the description. As always, follow yes. us on Insta. If you want to see Rachel's room redecorations, Ooh. follow her on Snap. Yes, please. And all of our recommendations that we gave y'all will be in the description, too. So, um, just live your best lives. Yes. We're excited. Watch Insecure. Yes. <laughs> tell us how it is. Yes. Tell us what you think. Tell us what you think of Molly. Email us. Yeah. Put your two cents in, because I know some of y'all have watched it, so. Yeah. You know? But But we'll see you next week. Thank y'all for tuning in. Bye.